Armor Brothers and Sisters, you are tuned into It Be How It Is, the podcast. This is a podcast with the goal of exploring any and all subjects pertaining to this reality. We're talking space, we're talking business, we're talking friendships, we're talking planet Earth, Mother Nature, everything. Nothing's off the table. This will be hosted by your friendly neighborhood friends, Brooklyn and Geo. We're a young couple out of Arizona, and we're in no way, shape, or form qualified to talk about any of this stuff. So feel free to make us feel bad in the comment section of our YouTube channel. Our goal is to start a discussion amongst ourselves so that we can learn to be more cohesive as a naked ape species on this wet rock spinning through space. As a token of our gratitude, we'd love to give you a bunch of gratitude points. You can spend the day being gracious for whatever you want. And if you run out, come back for more. We got too much of this stuff. Thanks again. Let's begin. Good evening, Mother Truckers. This episode is dedicated to all you Mother Truckers out there. That is mothers who are also truckers. Thank you so much for delivering our country's products and our country's babies. I am your host, Giovanni, and this is also your host, Brooklyn. And today we're going to be talking about... Turmeric. Turmeric. Is it good for the colon? We're not going to be talking about turmeric. I'm just kidding. We're drinking turmeric. We're drinking turmeric today. Clink. Oh, that was like a heavy clink. Do it next to the mic so they can hear it. (laughs) That was loud. (laughs) Oh, that's freaking good. You freaking crushed it with that turmeric, though. Today's subject, actually. We're going to talk about the ego for a little bit. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Uh, Specifically, is it good? Is it bad? How to have a positive relationship with your ego. And just all things ego. Now, I've never taken a psychology class, and I understand that people break it up into, like, the id, which is, like, your animal instincts, the ego, which is, like, your desires for success, food, reproduction, um, and then we have like the super ego, which transcends that. The iceberg. Is that the iceberg. If you guys take psychology, you know. Yeah. So I I don't know it very well. Um, mostly, we're just going to be talking from our own experiences and our own meditation on the ego and just kind of the things that we've learned about ourselves our personalities our persona and the ego in these past few years so cool let's get into it (sighs) great so this is our first official episode our 
first video and post that we did was really just kind of introduce ourselves. I have yet to edit either. They're just kind of both sitting in my computer at this point. And uh, once I learn how to edit stuff, extract audio files, where to post it, and all that good junk, then y'all, the consumer, slash our family and friends, will be able to listen to us ramble on about stuff that we have no qualifications <laughs> speaking about. <laughs> um, today, is April 13th. It is also my mother's birthday. Happy birthday, Mom. I love you. He thought it was Mother's Day. I thought it was Mother's Day today. For whatever reason, I always thought my mom's birthday was on Mother's Day. I don't know where that came from. Is there a holiday on the 13th? Guess we're going to look Let's it up. Google that. Hashtag Google that. <laughs> is there a holiday today? April 13th. What is today? There's always the national whatever's. National Chocolate Day, National Dog Day, National whatever, whatever. Oh, uh, there is. Is there one? Checkyday.com. Uh, Dingus Day. Today is National Dingus Day, also known as National Wet Day. Shout out to all you dinguses out there. And all you wet ones out there. Stay wet. Stay wet. Have wet. Create wetness with right. your body. All right. Let's get into it. <laughs> all right. Awesome. So we're still trying to figure this out, by the way. And if, uh, if we ramble on, have a lot of tangents, or we're not really getting straight to the point, I'm sorry. And feel free to skip around until we get to the point. <laughs> Eventually, we'll get the hang of this. We're still getting our pre-podcast jitters out of the way we're still kind of learning so thank you so much for bearing with us in this process and for even listening to us that's really cool you guys <laughs> we love you so today's subject the ego is the ego good or is it bad Brooklyn, what, what do you think good or bad that's what we're going to get into because there is the good and there is the bad to it. Oh. Everything has two sides or multiple layers. Try to speak closely into the mic if you can whenever you're speaking. Try to speak close to the mic. What I was saying was the ego, is it good or bad? I would say there's definitely two sides to it. It can be good and it can be bad. And we're going to tell you our advice on how to balance it out. We're not giving you advice. We're not. We're just kind of telling you what we think. I don't want to give anyone advice because I don't know what uh, if people, you know, what would happen to people if they follow our advice. So we'll just speak from our experiences. Okay. And then they can do whatever the heck they want with that information. Cool. Good. Fair. Mm -hmm. They can't talk back to us, but it's fair. So let's just uh, let's just start off the discussion with that question: Is it good? Is it bad? And uh, what makes it good? What makes it bad? So, Brooklyn, if you can just start off with some of your ideas towards the ego. Give us a few reasons why you think it could be a good thing and why it could be potentially harmful. Right on. <clears throat> so, why is the ego, why can it be bad is the fact that when you see well, when you hear all the time like oh they have a big ego or they're egotistical like that's a negative connotation to it because 
it's basically like taking advantage of um, being selfish and all like a self-absorbing like those sort of things and why it can be bad is because if you're so like I guess into yourself and like what's it called selfish and everything then you are not thinking of others you're putting yourself first and you're not really um you know what's it called sharing and like being good to other people i would say you lose that value of selflessness in a sense yeah for sure so i say like the bad of it is that the like the self-absorbingness yeah so the stuff that pretty much everybody equates the ego to Mm -hmm. i feel like most people when they hear the word ego they think oh my god that's a bad word Mm -hmm. like anyone who has a big ego just that statement right there is negative and it makes sense yes because people who have high egos quote unquote tend to be borderline narcissistic right you can when you think of someone with a big big ego you think of someone who's very narcissistic they care about themselves too much or way too much into themselves just like you you know previously stated and i feel like that's pretty much how everyone thinks of the ego for Mm -hmm. the most part right and i I would say on the positives like what the positive positive aspects of the ego are is just that it's the ego is just a way for the person to orient themselves i feel like yeah i think that like the good of the ego is like i've experienced like that when you kind of lose your I guess lose yourself or lose your ego and you're like kind of thinking of like the world as a whole like all we are all one like the universe all that stuff when you start thinking of that kind of stuff then it's like oh then like I don't matter and like what I do doesn't matter and it's kind of like those I've experienced those like thoughts of like oh then like why does it matter like what I do and like anything I do because like I'm nothing, pretty much. And then it becomes that, like, okay, well, if I don't have an ego and I'm not, like, who I am, then it's, like, kind of scary and you kind of experience those, like, negative thoughts. And Mm -hmm. I think then once you start, like, absorbing yourself again and you're, like, this is who I am, you have values, you have, like, your, this is, like, your life, this is who you are, then you start getting back into that, like, okay, like, I, you know, the self-love and, like, good stuff like that. Yeah, absolutely. So... I forget, there's a word for it, it's a philosophical term, but I'll look it up. I think Nietzsche's popular for for the idea, but it's, it's nihilism is essentially what you're talking about, is where the end point of everything that we do, everything that we are, eventually is death, end. So therefore, really nothing that we do matters in a sense and um, the problem with having no ego is that you then dissolve yourself into everything reality the world the universe you're just a part of the world and the world will eventually end so therefore nothing you do really does matter yeah so yeah i guess uh, you know on the flip side of that when you're anchored to your ego to your persona Uh, to your values to your mission all that stuff that's your ego like your story your history um everything that you're doing your job all that is the ego that is the persona and even the people that you know they're married to the idea of getting rid of their ego of being totally selfless of being super charitable that's still their 
ego. They're, yeah, now that's who they are. The persona is yeah, centered yeah, yeah. around that. It's the selflessness. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah, totally. I think the the ego does help us have a sense of direction, have that sense of pride, have a have that mission. Yeah. Um, Exactly. I think the ego is so important in that sense because if we all are around here saying, oh, oh we're all the universe, we're all one, like nothing matters, whatever, then like where are we going to get to if we all don't have like a mission in <laughs> yeah. a different like Might purpose? Might as well just kick like, rocks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I think, yeah, when I get out of that mindset of like, you know, getting back into my like ego, if I ever like question it or whatever, mm-hmm. then it's like, okay, that's like what this life is about and like is making something of yourself and like that's when you experience like... Mm-hmm you hit goals and you hit milestones and you experience life how it yeah. should be is like in your ego that's what it's designed for that's cool I, I feel like people that try to get rid of the ego definitely err on the side of uh, like spirituality it's like the super spiritual types the people mm-hmm. that you know they're super into like meditation and that's what's awesome like it serves mm-hmm. a purpose it's really good to be able to remove yourself from the ego and from yourself and from like the things that are happening to you or uh, around you and to be able to take that third person perspective and be like you know what you know at the end of the day none of this really matters it's not really that big of a deal that you know my bills are unpaid right now because i know that eventually i'll be able to pay them or that you know my freaking tires all four blew out or you know whatever like any random like little thing that's yeah. going on you know at the end of the day like this is nothing it's minuscule over like the the whole span of the your life overall so, yeah. picture kind of thing mm-hmm. so, yeah so it's really cool you know obviously the, i get the value in that and it's interesting that you know the people on the opposite end of that end up being like the more uh, like business oriented people like capitalistic type people people that yeah. are generally in sales entrepreneurs that sort of thing those are the people that you know they have to set goals regularly they're the people that have these vision boards and or they have like these journals and um, they have like these goals within timelines and they have all these steps to happen between then and you know they create all the success and they have all this momentum and it builds into their person and that that's cool too you know i i I think um because i've definitely experienced both sides uh, and and i feel like both sides are equally fulfilling but you do have to have that balance you have to learn how to live in that gray area yeah Um, i would say like not living in the without the ego kind of thing like you don't want to live in that for a long period of time like it's good to that like in that selflessness state yeah yeah but not like constantly living it or else you kind of do you don't do lives. anything yeah. you end up just staying at home meditating you're yeah, a monk and it's like, well, yeah. <laughs> you know? For real. yeah totally and and on the flip side too like it's really important to not fully immerse yourself into the ego completely yeah because i've seen that too with many mm-hmm. people who then they don't think of any and then they just become greedy and yeah become those negative things that we think of exactly yeah i've definitely dealt with people like that where they their their ego is so strong that they're convinced that they are the focal point of the universe that everything that they do is the right thing and anything and even like that the mindset of like oh like this is all happening to me when bad stuff happens is like then they start thinking like oh like why me why Mm. like kind of like that 
victim mindset just because they do think like in the, in that on that end of the spectrum is they do think that like they're the world and like the world <laughs> revolves around them mm-hmm. like things sense. happen to them yeah yeah and they don't think of like oh well, like that's just how it is they think of it like why is this happening to me kind of thing mm-hmm. so i think um you know for people that are having this the struggle with their ego and they feel like their ego is evil and they're trying to get rid of it um, I would say try to reinvent your ego or try to maybe create a story for your ego and this is kind of like a meditation that I did um, to kind of build that relationship with my ego as I and this is gonna sound kind of woo for a lot of people um, but it's just a mental exercise you can say where you pretend as if though you have an infinite amount of tries at life you get to come back multiple multiple times you get to come back as different people throughout different points in history and this is just one of those points you're not really this body you're not really this person you know you're just living in this body temporarily you're using it as a vehicle to kind of navigate this point in history and you want to create a story for this body, for this person, this persona, um, a fun story so that whenever, you know, you do move on, let's say, into a second dimension after you die, you're able to look back at the story and be happy with what you created in this time where you're like, whoa, that was a really cool movie. I can't wait to go back and play that game again sort of thing. So if you imagine that maybe this isn't, Maybe this isn't you. Um, you know, you do get an infinite amount of shots at life. Um, try to create such a wonderful life for this person that you're leaving behind, this body that you're leaving behind, that that person, if this person only got one chance at life, would be happy with what you were able to accomplish. Damn. Yeah. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> What's your ego? What's your persona, Gio? Uh, what is what my mean? ego? Like, what do you, what's your persona? What's your, like, who are you? I'm Gio. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like, I don't know, that question for me is a little vague. We'll take it how you want to. Um, So, like, let's say the question would be more so, like, what do you feel is your purpose? Or what's the story you're wanting to create for this person? Great question, Brooklyn. <laughs> so for me, I would hey guys, I just wanted to come back and revisit this idea. Um, Brooklyn had asked me, essentially, you know, what I thought that my life story was, or what sort of story I was wanting to create for my person, this human that we all know and referred to as Gio Giovanni, aka me. And this question did catch me off guard. I will admit, and I was a little bit... I I wasn't ready to answer this question because it is a question that I, I visited once and it was a very hard exercise for me to do in the first place and I never thought I would have to come back to it or share this with everyone that I know or anyone in general obviously I'm I'm willing to and I'm able to share this with Brooklyn because she is 
my girlfriend and the person who I plan to spend the rest of my foreseeable future with. So, you know, it's obviously something that I'm never going to be closed off to, you know, talking about with her because I, I believe that it's my duty, my duty to be as open and honest and vulnerable with her as possible and to keep that line of open communication between us. So, anyways, I'm rambling. Um, I, I wanted to revisit this idea because I wanted to give you guys the real answer. What I really, actually, truly believe my life story to be or the quest of this persona. And it's really simple. It boils down to one thing. I want this person to be a, a great dad, a good dad, an amazing father for his children, a father whose his children look up to him, they admire him, they respect him, uh, they don't fear him, they love him, they trust him, and they're proud to call him dad. That's really what I want over everything, over riches, over nice houses over material possessions over any sort of spiritual enlightenment I think the the biggest thing that I want to do and create for myself is a loving family to surround myself with not to say that I don't already have a loving family I have amazing parents and brothers and sisters but a family of my own my own creation that come from me and have my DNA that I get to name and raise and that's really it now obviously my story is that of triumph over tribulations just like all of you right? we all come from different back backgrounds and we all have our different struggles that we have to overcome and that's part of our story and I'm no different in that sense and you know I do have those trials and tribulations to look back on you know the fact that you know I came from a family uh, a mother and a father who were divorced when I was at a young age who you know had to cross over into this country and start a life brand new and you know they weren't rich and they weren't well well off and neither was I and you know that already was a challenge in its in its own and <clears throat> the fact that I'm living I'm alive and well I'm not addicted to drugs I'm not involved in you know sketchy stuff <laughs> and you know I'm, I'm able to have just such a wonderful amazing life filled with wonderful and amazing people on its own I feel like is a triumph and you know I'm very grateful and I just want to continue on that path of gratitude and um, love and fortification with with my family right so yeah my life purpose if I had to boil it down my ego i.e. the persona of Geo would be awesome dad and if my kids are watching this video in the future I don't have kids right now at this point in 2020 if they ever get to watch this video I want to say I love you guys thank you so much for being alive and for giving me purpose newfound purpose I'm sure and for giving me uh, just blessing me with so much to look forward to 
I know that you'll drive me crazy. I know that I'll drive you crazy. But we're, we'll be crazy together. And if I ever get too crazy, I hope that you trust me enough to be able to tell me. And to be real with me. And to never hold back. What you're feeling, what you're thinking. Know that I will never judge you. I will always empathize with you. And together we will work to be the best versions of ourselves and to build the best version of our family possible. Uh, so with that being said, I'm going to go ahead and hand this back over to Brooklyn and Gio and let them finish off the podcast. Thank you so much. I lost the off button. Oh, here it is. Okay. Okay. That's me. What about you? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm still trying to figure it out. That's cool. It changes. You know, it changes all the time. Like, what I wanted 15 years ago was totally different from what I wanted. When I was in... Like, when I was 15, I wanted to be a rock star. Like, I played... The guitar at the time, I was convinced that I was eventually going to pay for like a metal band. Uh, when I was 19, I was convinced I was going to be like a clinical psychologist. Uh, when I was 22, I thought I was going to be a business mogul. So, you know, it does change a lot, for sure. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> and I think most people experience that. And I think, uh, you know, we shouldn't get too married to the those ideas. Um, you know, if we fail at one thing, it's totally fine. You get, you can try again, or you can choose something different. Like you, you don't have to measure your success to the idea that you put forward. You know, five years ago, because your values will change, the things that you like will change, and it's totally fine to change all that. I feel like. What do you think? <laughs> I agree with that. <laughs> now. Will you have a higher success rate if you just stick to one thing? 100%. 100%. Absolutely. But then what happens then is you you could become very close-minded because that one thing is You poured everything into one cup instead of having all the cups. And that's when you start seeing a a lot of resistance. You know, like let's say you have the person that they went vegan and all they know is vegan. They're committed to vegan. They're convicted in veganism. And then they have other people, you know, feeding them noise of, you should really have meat because you're not getting all your micronutrients, whatever it is. These people are now egoically attached to that persona of the vegan, that whenever someone challenges veganism, they feel like they're being challenged as a person. When it's not the person that's being challenged, it's just their ideas. You're not your thoughts. You're not your ideas. Yeah, people get too attached. I see that very often. Mm-hmm. With Especially, like... Like business, they get so attached to their whatever company they're working for, they act, they get offended when people are talk against it or don't believe in that company as well. But it's like you're not the company; you're just a person. Like you're not that. Yeah. So yeah, just separate yourself from that. Absolutely, and and that makes sense. Like I get it. You know, especially let's say your job is to be a recruiter. Mm-hmm. You have to be convicted in that let's say army recruiters for example like army recruiters are so good because they're convicted in their job in their company and with right reason because they are doing great things for the for this country right they're keeping it safe and everything and whenever people you know give them objections like no like i just don't think that's for me like that's not something i want to be a part of then they take it as 
well, do you not love your country? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you have against this country? Yeah. What do you have against me? Right? Um, and yeah, I totally see that a lot. You see that in fitness, too. You know, powerlifters, you have the bodybuilders that they're just focused on hypertrophy and, you know, getting on stage. You have the crossfitters. You have all these different people in so many different subsections. Um, yeah, nutrition, too. That's a big one. You know, you have the people that are diehard keto people that are diehard vegans, people that are pescatarians, and they're just, you know, you have people on every side of the yeah. spectrum. And, yeah, I think uh, people need to learn to not be so convicted to whatever it is that they're a part of or doing or partaking, uh, because that's not you. It's like your hobby. It's your it's your pastime. And, you know, you lose that open-mindedness when, when you do get overly convicted. And on the flip side, <laughs> if you have no convictions... You know, that could be dangerous, too. Yeah. Because then you can get swayed into doing... What? I, then you just get into this, and then you go into that, and then you, mm -hmm. you don't see any success or whatever. If it's, like, something in a business or whatnot, you're just kind of flowing. You're like this, like, leaf just flowing around. <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> in the wind, like, not sure where to go. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Which is, yeah, where I think the ego comes into play uh, is... You can create that story for your ego, like I mentioned previously, and that will help you stay anchored to your purpose, whatever your purpose may be. And if your purpose changes, it's okay. No one's going to judge you. Don't be so overly emotionally attached to your failure in med school or whatever. No one's really is going to care. Because at the end of the day, people are so worried about their own egos, their own shit. And they don't really have time to worry about you. True. That's an interesting thing, too. Is that when you start thinking about... Because a lot of us, we grow up thinking that people care what we do. I don't know about you. Like, you're you're self-conscious in a way. Like, whatever you do, you're going to be judged. Mm -hmm. And, like, that's just how I feel like it's a defense mechanism as, like, human beings or whatnot. But you grow up, like, your whole life thinking, like, everyone is, like, looking at you or, like, caring what you do. Mm -hmm. And then once you realize, like, no, nobody cares, it's kind of, like, a weird feeling because it's, like, oh, then it doesn't matter what I do. It's you liberating. Have, like, yeah. Yeah. Liberating. Liberating. <laughs> for, for me, at least. Like, yeah. Once you get to that point where you're, like, oh, I can do whatever the heck I want because, really, it doesn't yeah. matter. I mean, as long as what you want isn't, like, mass murder shooting and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> as long as what you want to do is not harmful to yeah, the general sure, public, sure, sure. it's like, it's just, you know, it's what you have fun with. And yeah, totally. Go into, do whatever you want to do, be whatever you want to be. Straight up. <laughs> Straight up. Um, I had something attached to that thought. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, kind of touching on you know, worrying about what other people think of you, it does make sense. You know, we, we use others to orient ourselves. We use the we use the view of another person to help us kind of see whether or not we're doing things the right way. You know, we learn it from birth where, you know, we watch our parents and if we fall and we scrape our knees and they start, they freak out, they're like, oh my God, are you okay? We know to start crying because that was a... Uh, potentially horrendous event or when we do something and our dad scolds us because it was the wrong thing to do we know not to do that again so we kind of do we're programmed to look to the other 
and see how they react to the things that we do to know whether or not that thing is right. And once you get past, you know, a certain age, and you start getting out into the real world on your own, the those opinions start to matter a little bit less and less. You don't really need to look out to, to the other anymore to help orient yourself. Then you can really just start to define yourself and, you know, what you want to do. But I think that's I think that's where that comes from. Yeah, that makes total sense. Cause I mean, you're kind of just this little baby and you don't know what to do in the world, mm-hmm. and that's how you learn is by your parents and your family and like your surroundings. And you see and it even in animals school. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And even, even in school. Um, school, cause like <laughs> even in school, cause like um, it's the culture of like. You know the popular kids or whatnot. You're looking around to see what's everyone doing because it's, it's a weird thing. You're just in a big group of people and you're like, what's what are we supposed to be doing and whatnot? And um, yeah, it's just you're always looking for other people for approval of like, oh, what are they doing? What mm-hmm. to what? Like that's always like a what are you doing? Okay, we're doing the same thing. Cool. And that's like how we culture as like humans. Yeah, that's true. High school is a really weird time for that. Because you, you want to fit in for sure, and you're in this high concentration of people that are all together at the same time, going through like these hormonal changes. <laughs> They're sexually frustrated, but their parents tell them that you know thinking about that stuff is bad. And they're not really old enough to like make decisions on their own, but they're smart enough to where they know they probably could if they really wanted to. And like they're caged up in these boxes with each other. And then they're trying to become like the kings and queens of their classes. You have like your prom king, your prom queen. You have like the football kids. Like everyone, everyone wants to be appreciated by everybody. Everybody wants that recognition. And when you kind of starve people of attention, that's when you start seeing some pretty crazy crazy people emerge you know and obviously we see it a lot in america where we have tons of like school shootings and stuff it's like Mm -hmm. these kids that are outcasted they feel like they don't fit in like others don't matter and yeah those kids just have all sorts of problems (laughs) with their ego and their persona for sure and really honestly if those kids could just stop giving a shit about other people and or maybe just have empathy for those kids and, and see them from the lens of like you know like a uh, a loving mother or father where it's like oh you know this kid's just trying to fit in they're just you know doing their best with what they know with what they can you know then maybe things wouldn't be as bad and that's where parenting does come in to play like more than we think with people and their how they act out in like a group setting or whatnot or if they were starved from like attention when attention when they were little or if you know they're whatever if their parents however their parents were to them that's kind of like how they're gonna act out in the world right mm-hmm. so it's like parenting so important yeah. <laughs> that's true yeah whoops a cutout so anyways we were saying uh parenting parenting playing a huge role in your ego yeah that's interesting because now that i think about it like we're we are like a lot like our parents whether we want to accept that or not but like kind of detaching from what your parents have built your ego to be and like redesigning your ego for what you want it to be is like a huge thing Mm. that i've recently experienced but then i noticed that i'm like I pick up on the same things as like my mom. I don't know if that is the ego, but or just habits or whatnot. But um, 
then you start realizing like oh that's not me that's like the past me like as a kid and like I'm a different person now mm-hmm. do you experience that at all? Um, you don't have to give me examples hmm. no examples at the moment <laughs> <laughs> speaking of mom like you can hear her music in the background I wonder if this mic is picking up that music Probably, dude. Her music's freaking loud. She's working. For those of you who are like, "What's that music going on?" It's no, it's not a party. It's uh, downstairs. Yeah, downstairs. Brooklyn's mom is working on the garage, and we have loudspeakers in there and all sorts of equipment and whatnot to keep us healthy. (laughs) (laughs) What? Healthy. I like that word. Healthy. Healthy. Um. Sudden health. Sudden health. Yes. Oh wait, I remember that. <laughs> um, oh, back to the ego. What else did you want to say about the ego? What else did I want to say about the ego? Um, hmm. I think that's it. I mean, there's not a whole lot more that I've really thought about when it comes to the ego. Um, I think, uh, again, I think it's important to have a positive relationship with your ego. To love that motherfucker. Yo. <laughs> that mother chucker. Love yourself. <laughs> Facts. But don't love yourself too much where you become obsessed. Yeah, because that's like low key, kind of like unattractive. It's gross when like I don't want to judge people, but I am. <laughs> <laughs> when people are just very like self-absorbed into themselves to the point where they're like snobby. Yeah. That's not good looking. If that's your ego, you suck as a human. <laughs> oh, that's on that. <laughs> just kidding. I'm only playing. Instead, what we should be saying is, hey, we see you. It's cool. You can put your guard down. Uh, we love you. And you don't have to try so hard to kick it. Kick it? Kick it. Kick the can? No, oh, just like kick it. You know, like chill. Kick it back in. Hank. Yeah. I think that those who um, kind of are that way, okay, this is my opinion, but people are on the spectrum of like, you know, this is like the universe, no ego, this is like very ego on this side of the spectrum. I think those people are just maybe have insecurities and whatnot inside, like they have internal things going on that they need to like flaunt, is that the right word? Flaunt their stuff? Flaunt and like show off to the point because they are as scared and won't face their own inner whatever's going on in there. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I think that people learn that their value is displayed by their possessions. Yeah. Because like the people that have the nicest cars in high school yeah. they're the ones that everyone like for example I drove I got to drive one of my dad's trucks to high school and you know one of the things that I was like super happy about is that I got voted like nicest car in, in my high school it's because I was driving my dad's mm-hmm. and that like I remember that like boosted my ego high I was like oh my god this is freaking cool yeah yeah and then what's funny is the following year I had to walk to school every day <laughs> Because, <laughs> um, you know, we lost that car. And uh, my dad... They're like, nope, you got too high there. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It's like the universe saying, like, nope. Like, no, nope, nope. You need to get <laughs> yeah, back like, right up. Humble yourself, boy. Say <laughs> <laughs> <Stay> humble. <laughs> um, which was... It really was a humbling experience. Being, like, a senior... 
um, supposed to be like at the top of the food chain that year and then having to walk to school every day or get rides from your cousin or friends and stuff like that it was pretty humbling um, but yeah I think a lot of people they do attach their self-worth to their possessions where it's like you know the nicest car that I have the best clothing the blah 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 it's materialistic even their like their looks too isn't that a big rule too like their how they look mm-hmm. like their face and their stuff their features yeah 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 I mean you can't do much about genetics though what do you mean like if you're a good looking person you're a good looking person if you're not you kind of yeah that's what I mean like people who are like really like pretty have like high egos not always no I'm not saying always but they tend to yeah and that's that's because we put them on a pedestal True. when someone is good looking we mm-hmm. talk to them more Mm-hmm. We trust them more uh, automatically. We want to be around them more, so they just get all of our attention. So, you know, sometimes they just feel like they deserved it or they earned it just because they were gifted or blessed with great genetics. But not everyone is that self-centered because of it, you know, but a good amount of people, for sure, they are. I think a lot of our values and a lot of our worth is definitely, definitely influenced by... Our culture, our culture happens to be in the most capitalistic country that the world has ever seen. Nothing wrong with capitalism. Thank God for capitalism, because you know we wouldn't have this camera, this computer, all these products if it didn't exist. True. Um, but you know there, there are there are obvious problems where we're con- constantly seeing each other on social media we're always sizing each other up to be better than our peers and that's where a lot of our values do come from where you know we want to travel as much as we can we want to be doing the coolest things seeing the coolest places wearing the coolest clothes eating the best food or the nicest looking food that doesn't necessarily mean that it's the tastiest food but yeah a lot of our values come from that and we let it come from those sources and a lot of people then adopt that into their persona into their into their being and then they you know equate that to their self-worth and i think that's why we see tiktok getting so popular now is because when you look at the whole tiktok community it's it's very high Mm school-esque you have like at the top of the food chain you have these kids that they're very pretty they have really nice faces um, they have very slim bodies and they're just very good looking and they're mediocrely or some are actually dancing pretty well to the music and those are the people that are seen the most they're shared the most they have the most views and they're the most popular mm-hmm. and then you also have the subcultures where you have the kids that are just really funny and they make really funny content and so on and so forth but it's very very high school-esque and that's just because that's just culture as a whole mm-hmm. a whole culture is like that and you're going to see that everywhere you see it on instagram facebook that's just because that's how we are as humans right now because of the culture, because of our values. Mm-hmm. True. Mm-hmm. So, are we going to let other people control our values, what we want out of life, how we dress, how we look, what we listen to? Probably. <laughs> For sure. But what's cool is you have a choice, um, especially in this free market. You know, you, you have the choice to follow whoever you want to follow online learn from the people that you want to be like wear the type of clothes that you want to and you don't have to conform to what everybody else is doing you can create your own style you can create 
your own life. And that's, you know, the beauty of freedom. Beauty freedom. <laughs> I like that. Beauty freedom. Beauty freedom. Straight up. Dude, this tea's freaking delish. That just boosted my ego, thanks. <laughs> I made it with love. Oh. Oh. oh, man. Tea with cream. I swear, it's I didn't even changer. think of that before. It's, like, pretty common in Europe, I hear. No, yeah. I went there. Yeah, me too. What parts? Oh, you know. The Netherlands, bro. The Netherlands. Um... You know, when I went to Europe, I met these kids, well, it was Germany, I met these kids at a club, and they have came out here to study abroad, and one of the kids told me, you know, your country's great, you have really awesome people, he's like, it's such a shame that you guys are scared to express yourselves, I was like, what, he's like, yeah, you guys are just too scared to be yourselves, I was like, really, he's like, yeah, that's pretty much the problem over there, so... I, would I heard of that. that. Yeah, and I never sure, really thought yeah. about it anymore since then. I think I agree with that statement. I see that a lot. How so? Well, because you see people, I mean, all the time in school, like, there's a lot of kids who they're scared to, like, answer a question or whatever, mm-hmm. and, like, um, just everyone's always looking around. Oh, yeah, that's around. true. That, like, everyone's I, looking around, like, what are you going to do? What, <laughs> what, like, are you, you know... That sort of thing or like what to say to people like yeah. what, like say what you want like what do you mean like why does it matter you know i see that a lot people are scared to lead yeah scared i would say that yeah scared to lead scared to Send it's just out. the fear of judgment of like if you express mm-hmm. yourself what if they don't agree with what i have to say what if they judge me what if they like mm. what if they don't like what i have to say and whatnot definitely i see that a lot that makes a lot of sense I feel like judgment is probably built into our culture. Just yeah. Because the Western societies kind of founded upon Christianity, which Christianity is a very judgment-based religion. I shouldn't say based. You know, there's themes of, like, forgiveness and empathy and kindness, but there's a lot of judgment. There's a, you know, when you get really far off the deep end into um, religion, you can sometimes police yourself... Um, even to the point of your thoughts where you start having sinful thoughts, quote-unquote, then you start feeling bad and you have, like, the self-judgment and that just kind of protrudes into the culture and, like, everyone, uh, for the most part, if they're raised into a religion, are going to be raised into, like, some sort of Christianity or Catholicism in our country. So, you know, I think a, a lot of that judgment may come from our religions, too. Interesting. Not saying that you shouldn't be religious. Like, <laughs> believe what you believe. But, you know, I can totally see um, where that comes from. For mm-hmm. sure. I feel like judgment is definitely a damper on... On... What's the word I'm looking for? Expression. Mm-hmm. Like, saying the wrong thing or doing the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Looking too weird. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Like, I wouldn't show up to school with pink pants. It's like, what if you love those pink pants and, and whatnot? But it's like, well, people are going to be like, why are you wearing pink pants? <laughs> Weirdo, you're wearing pink pants, dude? <laughs> it's not even Wednesday. What <laughs> <laughs> Wednesday have to do? With you know, Mean Girls on Wednesday, we wear pink. Oh, no. It's a quote. Everyone who is watching this right now will probably know that. But you. 
but mm. but yeah that makes sense what that guy said <laughs> I'm looking at you oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that guy over there the guy, guy? In, the guy in Europe that you're talking about oh. that we're afraid to express ourselves yeah totally. I feel like that's changing a lot nowadays cause like you see people like online now like speaking their truth and letting themselves out of their shells shells yeah you see that a lot more of people like um like you know the gay community they just they express themselves but before yeah, they, sure, they, they must have been super sheltered like not even that long ago in history they were yeah. you know people would be scared to come out yeah so I think that's that's changing a lot but it's still a thing where you have that initial like scared to do yeah. something because you don't know if you have and that's also parenting too because if you do something and your parents are like no we don't do that then it's like mm. I shouldn't do that anymore like so, like even to, to this day like I'll do something and my mom would like look at me weird and she's like no don't do that I'm like yeah. why I won't <laughs> it's kind of like that too. and it makes sense because you know as parents it, you pr- it's protecting we want, yeah so. we want our kids to do the best that they possibly can so we mm-hmm. do what we can to Make sure that they act correctly. True. Quote unquote correctly. True that. True that. <laughs> you know, that's why I like rave culture. Like when you go to raves, it's very, um, the people there, they just don't. That's going to be our next podcast. It's very like no judgment. I just made it a thing. That's All our right, next cool, podcast. Is raves. Podcast. Wait, the next one. Did you say podcast? Podcast. Oh, I thought you said cat. Podcast. Nope. Um, our next podcast, we're going to talk about raves. Raves? Yeah. Yeah, we can talk about raves. <laughs> <laughs> Cut that <laughs> out. <laughs> no, we're going to keep that in. No. Yep. But what were you saying about raves? Because it's less judgment. Eh? That's why a lot of people are more expressive. Like, that too. That's a big thing. Where? The rave culture. Oh, yeah. It's like people no are judging yeah, you. Everyone like, everyone expects you to go to rave and be super weird looking. Yeah. <laughs> what? I like that you can just hear me laughing into the microphone. I know that's very loud. <laughs> okay. But yeah, that's what there is about the ego. Oh, what I have to say is love yourself and don't love yourself too much. No, I'm just kidding. You can. I would rather you love yourself too much than not at all. True. Because if you love yourself and you fill yourself up, then you're able to then think of the world and think of the people around you. Yeah, for sure. I think it's really important to make sure that you have your shit that's together why, before you try to fix other people. Yeah, shit. that's exactly like the in psychology, like Freud and all those weirdos. Those were some weirdo people. Have you studied psychology? No. Some weird ass theories they got going on. Some weird experiments and stuff. Um, that's another story. You got something in here. Can you get it yeah, for me? Like a monkey? <laughs> Are you gonna eat it? <laughs> Ew! Don't eat <laughs> my hair. I threw um, it away before I put it in my mouth. Oh, was I saying? Mm, Freud. Um, not about him. The ego. Love yourself. Don't love. Oh, because that's like the initial like the needs of like survival right so it's like that's one of the first things of like uh, survival and everything is like you want to be like love like love yourself and like being loved and like for like shelter like obviously the number one thing is like okay you need somewhere to live it's like that it's like a stacking thing you, you know like a hierarchy of hierarchy values. of kind of yeah and then like yeah that's one of the first like bottom ones is like being loved 
Mm. By like outsourcing yourself and then other people loving mm. you and then yeah, that's why people come out really fucked up if their parents don't hug them and stuff. Yeah, and then they're like total weirdos. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah. No, yeah, they're total yeah. weirdos. I don't. Um, which sucks. Like I don't wish that upon anyone. Like I wish I could hug all the kids that don't get hugs. Yeah, because you're because you're fulfilled in your own ego, so you're able to do that. But someone who's not. They're like, ew, hugs. Like, that's weird, man. I can't express my love and gratitude. That's weird. So, yeah, number one thing is, like, that that is important. And then you're able to, then you can go back, revert back to, like, the universe and everything because you're, like, you can give off more love and give everyone hugs. Mm -hmm. Oh, cool, right? Yes. So, all in all, there's good and bad to the ego. Just like anything, honestly. There's good and bad to water. Well, cereal's mostly bad, but... (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing good about cereal, unless you get protein cereal. Except for Chex peanut butter. Guys, you gotta try out Chex peanut butter. (laughs) I love that cereal. One night, I went in... It was like 1am, and I went in, and I ate four bowls of Chex um, gluten-free peanut butter cereal with that good milk. Pea milk? Pea milk. That was really good. Thank you. <laughs> I had to tune in there and let them know. That was our first sponsors, checks. No. <laughs> we don't sponsor anything. We just tell what no, it is. No, we get sponsored we, by It'd be like it is, bro. What? Oh, yeah, that's true. It'd we be don't like it is and we tell but it But, yo, checks, though. Um. Subscribe or er, comment below if you've tried peanut butter checks and let me know how you liked it. What were we talking about? The next one I want to try is cinnamon checks. Oh, I've had that too. That that, that shit's bomb. Yeah. Does it tastes like a... Cinnamon roll? Cinnamon toast crunch. Uh, kind of. Kind of, sort of. Oh, besides cereal. Oh, yeah. Everything has two sides to it. So, like, yeah, if you eat too much Czech cereal, <laughs> that's not going to be good. Right. If you drink too much water. Too much water, yeah. Exactly. It's just the, the spectrum. You want to be balanced. You want to be great. Black not black or white. You want to be gray. Gray. Yeah. Uh, any closing remarks? Love checks. And yourself. And Gio. And your mom. And your cat. And your dad. And your dog. And your neighbors. You didn't say me. And me. No. I said Gio. You should say. Oh. Gio. No. And All love right. Brooklyn. Alright. Love y'all. Love yourself. Peace. No. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the heart? Um, we're giving birth to my hand. Uh, that's inappropriate. That's for the mother lovers. Out there. Right. Mother truckers. Sorry. Alright. That's it. Get Turn off your phone. Go go outside, dude. Stop. What are you still here for? There's We're not... Providing any more value to you. We're going to end it when we did this thing. Just go. This isn't on Go. Go. You're cutting this part out. Get out. Leave. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) Bye. Thank you guys for spending some time with us today. You can help us out a ton if you drop a like on the video for the YouTube algorithm. Subscribe to us for upcoming content, turn on notifications, and drop a comment in the comment section below. 
and thank you to the artists who hooked it up with the sweet jams their links are in the description box and you can follow us on instagram at it be how it is and twitter at it be how it is podcast thanks again y'all are awesome peace out bye